What is going on, everybody? And welcome back inside the lab that is the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Alongside my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steel Roden, it is your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. Thank you for joining us for Tuesday's episode. There is a lot to get to on today's episode. As always, we're talking Sidney Crosby. We're talking returns from injuries. We're talking big-time bets and all the fantasy fallout that you need to know. Let's get right to it. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You heard the music and you know what time it is. It is time for your source for fantasy hockey, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Tuesday edition, everybody. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. We appreciate that love, and we are fired up to feed you what you need to know to continue to hopefully dominate your fantasy leagues and put some money in your pocket every single night. On today's episode, my friends, you know we're getting to the big-time bets, even though there's only two games on Tuesday's board. Steele and I got three picks each for you. Make sure you're tuned and tapped into that at the end of the show. But there's a lot going on again, Steele. Maybe not big, big-time news, but we got some news out of the Seattle Kraken regarding a big-time draft pick. We got some news from the Arizona Coyotes regarding a big-time trade chip. We'll start the show there, but we're also going to talk about what do you do with a fantasy piece like Sidney Crosby. The man is on the definition of a heater to start this year, considering his age. We're going to look at what you maybe do with this piece in your fantasy realm. Do you keep him? Do you trade him for a boatload of prospects or picks? We'll get to that. But, Steele, let's get right to this news coming out of, if you don't mind, the Arizona Coyotes with Jacob Chikrin, because I think this is the biggest news on the night fantasy-wise. I don't know about you, man, because this has been a player that's been talked about a lot. And he's coming off a so-so, not-so-good season, but yeah. brings a lot of value if he goes somewhere else. Hit me with your take on this Jacob Chikrin news and his return to the lineup. Well, obviously excited to see him back in game action and just get back on the ice and get his feet moving under him as well. Um, it honestly just feels like it's been a long time that we've seen Chikrin back on the ice mm-hmm. and actually being productive. Like you said, a little bit yep. of a soft, weak season last year with the Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very skeptical of the injuries and him remaining healthy, you know, Mm. if he remains with the Arizona or were to get traded, I'm very skeptical, skeptical of, of him actually being healthy for a good portion of the season. Cause just looking at his stats, the most games that he's played in a season was back in his rookie year and Mm -hmm. he had 68 games played. That's his career high. So the fact that he played 68 next year, 50, the year after 53, then 63, then, then 47, Mm. It just doesn't add up. There's always something lingering with this guy. And I think that's what a lot of managers and fantasy leagues need to consider. Obviously, if they've held on to him for this long or if they if they were to get if he Mm -hmm. were to get traded in the actual league or in fantasy leagues, it's very up in the air for me. I I think this guy just there's a little bit of overhype for Chikrin right now. And I think there's a few reasons, and I quickly understand, because you're so right. The hype around this player, I think, has a lot to do with what he does or what he has on paper than more so what he actually brings to every night on the ice and contributing to his team or your fantasy team. And it's number one. He was drafted 16th overall in 2016. You don't feel like you want to give up on a guy who is only 24 years old. 
24. Yes, you know me with the number steal and the ages, <laughs> but also number two, six foot two, 200 plus pounds. Yeah. They don't want to give up on a guy who does that. And also, his step out year two seasons ago, 18 goals, 23 assists in only 56 games. Those are the three things that I think we're still yeah. holding on to Jacob Chikrin here. The other thing and the most you know interesting piece for me with this player and this angle is the Arizona Coyotes have looked really good this year for the most part without him. So what does that mean to NHL GMs and fantasy GMs out there? You might want to buy or beware unless he slides into a really good situation yeah. like what was rumored in the offseason and last year. Maybe the Ottawa Senators sniff around. That would immediately make me give a, a shot on Jacob Chikrin. I don't know what you think, though, Steele. I would have to wait and see before I do anything fantasy-wise yeah. with Jacob Chikrin. Exactly. And for me, just like I said, I think – Chikrin himself thinks that he's very, very valuable. I think the Coyotes organization thinks that he's very valuable. But when we saw the news coming out in the offseason, even leading into the preseason, yes. about you know the potential offer to the Coyotes, but they wanted Shane Pinto in return and they wanted a lot of prospects. A whole lot so more, yeah. Like you're a lot of teams are not going to be overpaying for this guy, A, because he seems to be injured all the time. Mm -hmm. And even then, he has a career high of 41 points, like he said two years ago. At yeah. best, what we've seen from him is he he's a very consistent 20 to 30-point defenseman. Yeah. He's a great defenseman. He's a stand-up defenseman. But offensively, it's just not it, – it's just consistent in that 20 to 30-point mm. range every single year. So yeah. I think they're trying to – I think they really want teams to overpay for him. And that's, I don't think teams are going to uh, buy into that. Also, that good year that we're talking about, 10th in Norris voting as well. That's obviously yeah. still lingering with some GMs around the league. <laughs> the other thing, too, is Arizona has had the stepping out of J.J. Moser this season. So maybe they're just okay to see what Chikrin does and just hang on to him for a little while. If I were them, that's the only move because his value is probably at rock bottom right now, especially after another injury. Speaking of value at rock bottom, and we're looking at this. Whoa, almost knocked my light out there. We're looking at this at a keeper dynasty angle. And we're going to talk very quickly before we head to break. Hammer this Sidney Crosby talk and then big time bets to finish it. It's Shane Wright. There was a lot of weird stuff that went on with this player at the draft. You know, he falls to the Seattle Kraken late in the first round. Only eight minutes of ice time in seven contests this season. One assist yeah. for the, you know, he was looked at steel as a number one. I don't know what's going on with Shane, right? I just felt like we should come on here and talk about it very quick because, you know, he only was one of a handful of guys to be, you know, granted that, you know, the distinction of, uh, what is it, uh, exceptional status in the OHL. Connor McDavid, John Tavares, and now Connor Bedard. All of those guys are looking pretty good. I don't know what's going on with Shane Wright, but if you have him in keeper dynasty leagues, you probably burned a really high pick on him and he has yeah. not panned out. So we just needed to bring that to everyone's attention because I don't really know what you do with Shane Wright right now, Steele. Yeah, it's been a difficult situation for Shane Wright, obviously dropping all the way to fourth overall. Um, we heard the news come out of a lot of those teams thought that he had an attitude problem. I've yes. also read a lot that, they really just felt like he hadn't played a ton of games the past year and a half, two years go. because of COVID as well. So that's go. why he got passed up at the draft. And honestly, I just don't think the Seattle Kraken have utilized him properly in their lineup. I don't think they put him into great situations for him to actually succeed. Mm. They said that they were going to keep him up there the entire year. 
And for him to come out in his first four or five games, whatever, and he's only getting five minutes of ice time at the same time, he just wasn't looking confident or comfortable in the league itself. So I think that's more of the case. Yeah. I think it was more the case of him not having that confidence that we saw him play with the Kingston Frontenacs and the OHL and just dominating every single time he stepped the ice. So I like the fact that they're sending him down to the farm team. They're sending him down to get way more ice time, way more minutes, and hopefully get his confidence back up. Maybe we can potentially see him in the new year. I don't think we'll see him for the next two months, but he does. I think, like you said, or like we're both saying right now, it's it's really coming down to his confidence level is just not there. The other thing, too, is, and I think it's this is the real combination of the two, Seattle Kraken have also been really good. So who is he going to replace in the lineup if he's not bringing it to that level? Because, you know, up the middle, they've been pretty solid, and we've seen what they've been able to do in that division, and they are hanging in there. We are now more than a month into the season. I'm starting to think that they are going to be that pesky team. If they're not in the top three spot, they're going (laughs) to be on the bubble steal. So if he's not bringing it and they're a playoff team, He's not even close to being ready to being on that competition level. That's for sure. We're going to be on a serious competition level after the break with the bets and the, what do you do with number 87, Sidney Crosby will be there in a minute, but I got to tell you about our friends at betonline.net because today's episode is brought to you by bet online, your number one source for sports betting info stats and news this season. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer, World Cup, let's go, and esports, they have it all at betonline.net. If you love podcasts just like you love this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well, where they always have the fastest and easiest ways for you to hit your betting fix, just like Steele and I getting those lines every night for y'all for our picks. You got to head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Please, after you listen to this episode, go check out Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Flip. I know you've been dying to talk about Sid the Kid Thank here. You. What do we do with Sidney Crosby if you're in a keeper league? It just, mm. you know, any kind of format league whatsoever. Yeah. But yeah, he's been absolutely fantastic for mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Penguins. Honestly, like watching them go on that seven game losing streak, uh, really struggling uh, in all aspects of the ice, actually. Um, he was able yeah. to dig themselves out of that that losing streak, and the, they're making their way back up the standings in the Metropolitan. They still have a ton of work to do, obviously, but he has been electric so far this year. He is just one of those players, Steele, that, he, you know what, he, his body might be slowing down a little bit. That foot speed isn't what it is. But that's never really been his game. It's his. It's his. Po- it's so many things. First yeah. of all, it. But it's to me. It's just. It's his poise and his confidence, and it's between the ears. Crosby might be the most level-headed, calm, confident player I have ever seen. Yes, in his younger days, you saw him get chirpy, and you'll see him get in there and mix it up. He doesn't get. You know, he has been through so many big moments in hockey. He's done it all. Now it's just even keeled, and if anything. That six-game losing streak has maybe fired him up because he knows that window for winning, and I've said it at length, is about to slam shut on the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
but it hasn't slammed shut on his fantasy value. And that's what we're talking about today. And the short answer for me off the jump is you keep this man. You yeah. don't need to do anything with Sidney Crosby right now that you don't want to do. As in, if you're in a really tough situation and you're hurting in a couple of other positions, maybe you go out there and consider moving this guy who has hold the phone four goals and seven assists in the last four games steal he was the first star of the week he is now in 17th place sole position in all-time points i could keep reaming off these stats but unless you're in dire straits and you own Sidney crosby and you need to fill a couple more holes my answer to what to do with Sidney crosby because it is an interesting one steal some formats, you know, you could get a lot of value out of a guy who is 35 years old. But I don't know about you. He's showing no signs of slowing down the production. The feet might be slowing down, but those hands are money, baby. So I say you keep riding the hot train because I'll also say this. Him and Jake Gensel together, they're not going anywhere. And those two guys produce, so I don't even really care what goes on with the rest of the Penguins or their <laughs> overall quality. Those two guys are going to continue to get their steal. Yeah, he's absolutely incredible. I completely agree with you that if you have Crosby on your team, that there's no reason whatsoever to trade him mm. unless you get some ridiculous offer sent yes. to you and you have no yes. other choice but accepting it. Look, he's been fantastic. 10 goals, 27 points in 19 games. He's keeping up with all the young guns, Connor McDavid, uh, Nathan McKinnon, Austin all Matthews, of all of them. He's continuing them. to prove that he is one of the best players to be in the NHL right now. 50 shots, 23 hits, mm -hmm. 10 blocks. His peripheral stats are up this year at this yep. point in the season as well. Like you said, 11 points in the last four games. And, you know, this might be a little bit of a weird comparison because I'm not trying to compare their entire career, but just this year alone, just like John Tavares for the Maple Leafs, he's looked mm. a lot better this year. He looked, yes. you know, the feet quite aren't there, but the yes. shots Good been point. Rock, the shots been rocket accuracy. Mm -hmm. Uh, yep. He's taking the puck hard to the net. He's not afraid to, you know, sh you know showcase his skills and his hands uh, in the corners when he's in tight areas as well. Same as Sidney Crosby. I'm not even going to compare the backhanders because Crosby's backhander is absolutely ridiculous out Thank of this you. rule, out Thank of this you. world. But I really like the comparison of those two players this year. They're really stepping up their game, helping the offense and mm. showing that leadership quality and, uh, you know, leader uh cap being the captain for both, mm -hmm. both organizations and there's also two underlying statistics steel that i like to look at and i've mentioned it a lot about time on ice but another thing that i look at when it comes to a center and an aging center is can he still get it done in the face-off dot because that's a one of the things that you know it will affect his ability to play those minutes and be a big fantasy piece Sidney Crosby won 70% of his draws just two nights ago, and he's sitting at 53% winning on the season still. And I also say this, he's still averaging 20-plus minutes of ice time. He's only averaged two more minutes a year in his entire career, and that was up to 22. He can still get it done. He can get it done on the dot. He can get it done in front of the net. And I'm just fired up because, obviously, I said I own Sidney Crosby, but I wasn't here for that off-season talk where some people were starting to throw too much shade at Sid. And I came on this show and I said, please hold the phone until we see what happens over these next couple of seasons while these Penguin stars start to age. 35 years old is looking good on the Cole Harbor Nova Scotia native. And I'm continuing to hold on to him unless, like you said, which is a great point, I get blown away by a crazy deal. Otherwise, you hold fast with Sid.
Yeah, that's exactly what happened uh, just today as we were talking about before we hopped on. I got sent a trade. Bang. We'll leave that for tomorrow's episode yes. and break that entirety down. But I got sent a trade that was just out of this world, so I had to accept. Mm-hmm. Sidney Crosby, though, one of the best to one of the best to ever play the game in the yes, National sir. Hockey League. Absolutely love it. He's great if you have him on your fantasy team. But what is also great is Simply Safe. And if you've been putting this off for a while and thinking about securing your home. With home security, you'll definitely want to listen right now. Right now, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Hockey Podcast listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you don't want to miss out, especially coming up around the holidays. And here's why I love it, and I know Flip loves it as well. We use this system for our apartment and our home. Uh, for the last couple of months, and it's been absolutely fantastic. And did you know that over the holidays, property crimes, burglaries, and package thefts spike nationally? You'll definitely want to get that home security. That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering this 50% off their award winning security system so that more families like Flips and like mine can feel safe and secure over the holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy an advanced security in greater peace of mind this holiday season. There's no safe like Simply Safe. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Please hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We're almost at 700 subscribers. Woo! We really do appreciate all the love and support out there. With that being said, it's now our time to show you guys some love with the big time bets, where the money is made, Flip. Mm-hmm. I'll throw it over to you. What is your first pick of the night? I will start, actually, if you don't mind, because they come from the same game. I'm just going to hit you with my first two picks, and I'll save my lock for after. You go off with yours, if that's okay. I took a couple of days hiatus. It's been a couple of days (laughs) busy in my personal life. Things got crazy down here in Niagara. I had 40 centimeters of snow. Bop, bop, bop. Excuses. I know, people. Don't worry. I'm back with that fire. And I'm going back to one of my favorite players in the NHL. And I know that's a bold statement because I probably say that a lot. But Alex Tuck is a guy that I have stood by. And now he's showing these things that are starting to make me look a little bit good. So thank you very much to Mr. Alex Tuck on a heater again. You know, I like to say that he has no check the number five points in the last three (laughs) games. He's looking good. The Buffalo Sabres, we know we've talked about that. We're not going to cover that and the reasons why they're losing games at, you know, a oppressive clip right now but they still can score goals. And Tage Thompson is starting to really impress me. That top six has a lot of things to like in Buffalo. Ba-ba-ba, Alex Tuck, anytime point, that's number one. And you know I like coupling these high-scoring games with players back and forth. This seems like a high-scoring game. I was wrong with the Vancouver Canucks game on Friday, Steel. I thought I was going to hear more goal horns. We only got five. I needed at least one or two more. This feels like an over. I don't know what you're thinking. Please hit me with your take in a second. Sabres, Canadians. Canadians are starting to roll a little bit. You know, chewing my mouth on that one. <laughs> Give me the over six and a half. This just feels like the spot to hammer with these two teams. Give me the over six and a half. That's my second pick. I, I think the over is very comfortable in this game as well. Jake mm. Allen, Sam Montebo have not been fantastic. You know, Eric Comrie's injured. Craig, Craig Anderson's in the net. Um, both teams 
goalie wise have just not been up to par so far it this could season. be that rookie it could be Pekka Lukonen or whoever it is that they it could be up. him as well it could but... be him as well but he clearly is not ready to fully be that guy just yet and exactly. it's, you know, it's early in his career so that just even means more shakiness so I appreciate your backing by the way minus 115 on that over odd all right, perfect. I think that's a pretty good lock or a good bet at least Thank you. Uh, for the two for the two games that are on the schedule for Tuesday. And I, I've got a big flip triple dip coming from the yes. same game here. I've got two player props. I haven't done a ton of player mm. props so far this mm. year. I'm sticking a lot to the money lines or the puck lines, but mm-hmm. I feel very comfortable in this situation. Anytime assists from Artemi Panarin against the I knew the you LA were going Kings. there. Why not? That's my guy. That's my guy, baby. Yeah. That's my guy. But also right next to him, my second guy, Mika Zabinijad, anytime goal. Mm. He has been absolutely electric on the power yeah. play. I think 95% of his goals so far this year, maybe even 99% of his goals so far this year, have come on the special teams. And those guys just seem to find one another whenever they're on the ice, especially on the power play. Might even put that as a power play goal or power play point nonetheless. But those are my two first picks. And I'll let you know my lock of the night right now. It is the Rangers on the money line, Mm. minus 110. I've stuck by the Rangers in the preseason, stuck by them uh, in the offseason. I'm going to continue to stick with them throughout this entire season. That's my lock of the night. I really like that because, you know, we give three picks. We tweet out three picks. But, you know, I'm making other bets my fourth bet, which, you know, I'm not going to post for the show, was Rangers on the money line. It's not my lock of the night, though, Steele. I'm feeling very confident in this one going under the number. And let me just talk about it for one second. This is a matchup between two teams that I don't know what it is, Steele. It either seems like it's 7-4 or it's 2-1 with both of these yes. teams. So, you know, there's no in-between. But I'll say this. Four of the last five Rangers games have gone under the number. 14 of the last 16 Rangers games on the road under the number and four in a row between LA and New York have gone under the number and it hasn't even been close. I'm talking 3-1, 2-1, and 3-2. I know trends aren't always your friends. This just one also feels with the New York Rangers on the road steal that they're going to play an extra tough brand yeah. of hockey because they seem to get it done on the road this year. Give me the under six and a half in this game. This feels like a really good spot. I've talked it up now, and it's going to make me look bad if it's seven four. <laughs> Give me the under six and a half, and I'll tweet out the updated odd. But that is my lock of the night. I think it's a pretty good bet as well because I've watched a ton of the Rangers games the last couple of weeks, and they have been giving me a heart attack just watching these games and how close they are, especially mm. when I'm betting on the money line or the mm. puck line. So I think it's a pretty fair bet, safe bet to take the under in both these guys, both these teams who you just said safe. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, anyways, we've been hitting up, we've been on a heater the last week. So it is a, it is a pretty safe bet flip, but let's see, like you said, the trend in that direction seems like Mm. it's going to be an under. So you've got two, you've got two over under bets in this uh, two game schedule here. Just to reiterate one last time though, my lock of the night is the Rangers on the money line minus one ten. And Flip's lock of the night is under six and a half goals in the Rangers-Kings mm-hmm. game. What are the odds for that again? Let me check that very quickly because I have it right here. The under is actually sitting at a nice minus 115. I wasn't expecting that steal. That's not Let's bad. see what happens. That Definitely also, I will bad. say, that might drop to six. So if you can shop around a little bit and get it at six and a half, grab it now. 
yeah, if it's that, if it's six and a half right now, don't want to take the chance closer to game time if it's going to drop. But those are the best for the night. That's the lock of the night as well. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Please check out Locked On Sports Today podcast. Instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, just like this one right here. So again, please hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.